You should celebrate yourself every day, but some days you should celebrate with jewelry. Whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection, Blue Nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Justine. And we just watched Thailand Fantasy Suites, y'all. Battle of the D. Battle of the we D. We already picked I know D. we picked this title from last week, so <laughs> I'm very excited to I just wanted to use this phrase for something. It's the Battle of the D. Um mm-hmm. this is a very exciting episode, guys. We have our contest winner, Kiara. She's gonna be on the podcast in just a little bit. Um, mm-hmm. But first, we really just wanted to say thank you, thank you, thank you to everybody who entered the contest. My gosh. Yeah. We got some really great reviews on both Facebook and uh, Yeah, iTunes. it was just so nice to read all of them. Just gives us good... I know we say this all the time, but like y'all don't understand. Like This, this is fun, yeah. but it's work. We don't get paid. We're doing this because it's yeah. fun. And so for people to mm-hmm. write how amazing it is and thank you guys for doing this and y'all are so funny, da 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 it just gives us like fuel to keep doing it. So... Mm-hmm. So, so, yep. so appreciate it, and we're excited to talk to one of you guys later, Kiara, to have her on the podcast. Mm-hmm. So, for those of you who were trifling and did not already leave us a review, rate, review, subscribe. <laughs> <laughs> Steve's looking at me like, bitch, what are you about to say? Oh rate, God. review, subscribe. If you missed the memo Please for the last uh, six months, thank you very much. Mm-hmm. Um, also, hit us up on Twitter. Our Twitter is live. It is a good time. It is. It's like a little yes. party that we I've, have. I've really gotten into polls, like that poll feature. You noticed? You have gotten into <laughs> the polls. <laughs> I've been refreshing my feed, and I'm like, is are we? That's who, me, girl. What? what is the question? That's me. Um, so also email us at the number two black girls, the number one rose at gmail.com. We love getting your emails and reading them on our commutes. They're really good and long and juicy. Mm -hmm. Um, so uh, shoot us over an email. Yeah. 
and Facebook always. Just search Two Black Girls, One Rose on Facebook. We're there, too. Mm -hmm. Um, Okay, so before we bring Kiara on, we do want to go first into our church announcements. Whip out your programs. Got some good emails this week. We did. What do we have, Justine? So this week, Lauren A., um, shout out to Lauren A. and Deandra, who both emailed us some good long emails with some deep, deep analysis theses. <laughs> Straight <laughs> dissertations. <laughs> oh my gosh. <sighs> about this season. Um, we love hearing your guys' hot takes again. Um, so mm-hmm. thank you so much. And Thanks. Deandra, we see you on Twitter too, girl. Hey, yes, we see Deandra. She's heavy on Twitter. <laughs> Shout out to Lauren B. We have a good Lauren B. to shout out, finally. Yes. Um, <laughs> no Becky of the Weeks here. No Becky of the Week, um, who is a mental health counselor in Knoxville, Tennessee. So you are doing the Lord's work. <laughs> so thank you, Lauren. Mm-hmm. Um, and she emailed us some really interesting points about um, virginity and how easy it is to be a virgin when everybody else around you is a virgin. Mm-hmm. Um, which is something that I don't know anything about. But with Colton, Colton's surrounded by dudes in a locker room and nobody else is virgin, so. Right, right. <laughs> which, um, we don't know that for sure. Well, true, we don't know that because he was lying to, to everybody. <laughs> he was lying to. There's also only has been one gay out football player and there's like 82 niggas on a team so right very good point yep. <laughs> so. good point so we don't actually know but we don't actually know but true if 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 colton was surrounded by more you know out and open virgins mm-hmm. it'd probably be a lot easier of an experience for him but obviously not yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh my god yeah so that was a really interesting thing and she's also in the south Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, next shout out goes to, uh, Jennifer, mm-hmm. who emailed us about Tia and Colton, which you guys also hit us up on Twitter a lot about, uh, Tia and Colton this week. Mm-hmm. Jennifer um, does not fuck with Tia. Not at all. <laughs> Her email was really, yeah, she was not into Tia, not one she, bit. Yeah, she's not happy about Tia. I have, to, I had some thoughts on this, on this okay. email. So... Jennifer has some very choice words for Tia and how mm-hmm. Tia came back and confessed her feelings for Becca and she didn't think it was right, blah, blah, blah. So I agree. I Tia's not my favorite person, but I stand by the fact that, as I said last week, what like what she did was shitty. The whole situation was shitty for everybody involved. But I, I can get why she did it. Because imagine, like, how hard it is if you're watching your friend date someone that you have feelings for. And what makes it even worse is Colton's not the only one. He's one of four. And so there's a good chance, there's still a sliver of a chance for you. You know what I mean? (laughs) Oh, my God, there's a 75% chance for you. Yeah. There's a (laughs) huge chance that you can still get in there. And Mm so it'd be one thing if... Colton was like the one and the only one then I'd be like you know what shut shut your mouth to you don't say shit right but the fact that there might still even be a little bit of hope there I also had a little I wonder I want to know your thoughts on this okay I'm wondering Becca 
for Tia to come there and do all of that, I'm wondering if Becca, when she was telling the girls about each of the guys, you know, when I'm this hometown, that hometown, like going, giving the recap, Becca must have put some feelers out there, some indication that Colton wasn't the one. And so yeah. maybe that gave Tia like a feeling like, oh, maybe this is my chance. I should say something to her. Yeah, probably. You know what I mean? Yep. Because imagine if Becca came out guns blazing, like <laughs> I went on four hometowns, but Colton, Colton though, <laughs> and like you saw a twinkle in her eye, yeah. then Tia would probably sick in her chair and be like, fuck, I can't say shit. Cause she's like actually legitimately in love with this dude. <laughs> But maybe she, yeah. maybe Tia got a little hint, like, uh, it doesn't sound like Colton's the front runner. Let me solidify that he's not the yep. front runner. <laughs> and <laughs> let me say my two cents real quick. Yep. So that's what I'm maybe thinking. I don't know. I, I think Tia, she spoke her truth. Was it mm-hmm. selfish? 100%. It was mm-hmm. selfish. But what's even worse is living with feelings of regret living in yeah living with feelings of regret living with like the what if what if mm-hmm. i hadn't said what if this what if that like the, the whole situation's shitty but like i'm always gonna stand for somebody who wants to live in their truth yeah. and speak their mind and i don't know you can't really fault i can't fault the girl no me either Not too and hard. also we are sitting here talking about her everybody's still talking about tia and it's been a long time since tia's been like on TV actually doing something on The Bachelor. Mm. So the fact that she's like still a fan favorite and still out here, she's like as we said past season, she's learned from Raven. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? She's learned how to stay on TV. Yeah. So, But then she, does that make it more slimy as then? As much as... What? But then, are you, so does this make it more slimy then? That you feel like she's no. here trying to make a name or... No, I don't think she's necessarily trying to make a name as much as she's trying to stay relevant so that she can like still be in bachelor in paradise so she can still see him so she can still have number one a chance at love here and number two a chance of like some neutrogena sponsorships on instagram that's slimy then i don't think there's anything wrong with that (laughs) oh no the way you put that that sounds slimy so she's trying to still be out here shucking for sponsorships yeah (laughs) like what Oh lord, I hope that's not it. Because then, if that's the case, then fuck Tia like that. What? I'm no. sitting here riding for her because I think she truly, in her heart, <laughs> is speaking her truth and loves this man. And you out here like, girl, get your sponsorship. Like, uh-uh. get your sponsorship, girl. I wouldn't want to do physical therapy in Buckeye, Arizona, either. Like, <laughs> I wouldn't like. Whatever. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Oh lord. But at the expense to do that at the expense of Becca. And Colton and creating some drama. I hope that's not the ulterior motive. Uh, I think we'll. I think we'll see on Bachelor in Paradise. Jeez, mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm, I'm more romantic over here. Like I hope she really is in love with this man. No. This made me think. Um, anybody else out here a huge fan of Call Me By Your Name? Did you re- Did you watch the movie, Justine? Girl, you know I just learned the name of that movie uh, recently. Justine. <laughs> You are the worst. So I, anybody else out there, I'm obsessed with Call Me By Your Name, the book, obsessed with the movie, just everything. One of the biggest themes in the book is the question of, um, is it better to speak or to die? They have a whole kind of thing about that in terms of your feelings of love. (laughs) Is it better to speak your truth, speak 
or to die or without die saying anything. It. Yeah. Oh. And then the book, I mean, I don't want to give anything away, but yeah. in this moment, Tia chose to speak. Yeah. She could have died and not said anything, and then what would that get her? You know what I mean? So mm. I'm, I don't know. I'm feeling very romantic, romantical Aww. right now. Yeah. So as much as Tia ain't my favorite person, I, I get it. I totally get it. Mm-hmm. Been there, didn't speak, and was suffering for it. Oh, so. yeah. <laughs> just it's like yep I no know. but always speak even if you see if it if he's like next to you on the plane or the train or the bus speak mm. shoot it's your not shot easy shoot it's your shot man easy. yeah yeah easier said than done yeah yes yes mm-hmm. we'll discuss that maybe later yes um okay anyway so moving on from the tia stuff mm-hmm. yes we do have some Bachelor Nation news. Um, okay, actually, we're not moving away from Tia. So, <laughs> Colton <laughs> did an interview with the Ashley I and Ben podcast. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Mallory, who was the first to send us the link to it. Yeah. And a lot of people tweeted at us. Did y'all see this? So, definitely got to talk about it. Mm-hmm. So, our man Colton did an interview where he gave his side of things. Um, and I think he did this interview fresh after watching last week's episode, watching Tia come and reveal her feelings to Becca, and yeah. then Colton did the interview basically talking about what the fuck was happening. <laughs> so his story, for those of you who guys didn't watch or didn't uh, listen to the interview, basically he applied for the Bachelorette before he knew anybody, knew anything, before any of this. Applied for the Bachelorette, they flew, it sounds like they flew him out for casting, um, and in the casting they ask him, like, who are your favorite girls yeah and i think they showed him like a lineup of who the girls were and he picked out tia becca and lauren b okay um after that he went back he followed all those girls on instagram Mm -hmm. and this was around the time when the bachelor Ari season of the bachelor was just starting to air so this is before okay. Tia had like eight hundred thousand followers. So <laughs> right. is at the time so whenever she noticed. Yeah, so she notices yeah. when people are following her. So um, she obviously noticed that Colton followed her. She followed him back, and you know sooner at some point in time, Tia slid into his DMs. Mm-hmm. Is what he said. Um, so it sounds like they were kicking for a little bit, um, hitting it off, and then they decide to like meet up and have this like weekend. Get a, did they meet before? Listen, you all youngins are out here. <laughs> really wilding. out here? <laughs> you mean people on my Instagram going on weekend excursions? Like, if Ooh. some guy was like, yeah, I'm an NFL player, I'm retired, I would immediately call Neve. Neve and Max. Immediately. <laughs> Neve and Max. What? Is this a catfish? What the hell? So, these people are very trustworthy. Mm-hmm. Um, so, anyways, they orchestrate, or they arrange to have this weekend getaway. I think I think they said they were in L.A. Yeah. Um, and it sounds like they had fun. It was all kosher. Mm-hmm. You know, they probably, he didn't say anything, but they maybe fooled around or whatever. I think yeah, they stayed right. in an Airbnb, separate rooms or something, he was saying. Um, but Colton is saying that when he left the weekend, he left feeling kind of like, eh, she's cute, but nah. Right. Like, yeah. <laughs> And he was saying, like, it just didn't really make sense. He lives in Colorado, I think. Uh-huh. Yeah, Colorado. Colorado. Yep. She's still in Arkansas. Ooh. And there was just not as much of a connection there for them to take it beyond what the weekend was, mm-hmm. in, his, in his opinion. Um, so it sounds like after that, they still texted, like, for a little bit, a couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. Very, he made it sound like it was very platonic. How could um, it be? That's see, guys are dumb. They're so dumb. <laughs> like, 
What are so you talking he, about? Exactly. So he's saying it was platonic. They're texting for a couple of weeks. He claimed that she, you know, he got casted for the show. He told her and she wished him well and, you know, mm-hmm. have fun, blah, 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 blah. But this is classic, like, girl stuff. <laughs> yeah. This is classic, like, you don't want to show your cards. You don't want to show how much you mm-hmm. like him. So you're like, oh, yeah, you're going on the show. Oh, my God, that's great. Have a great time. But really, she's literally crying tears yeah. as she's typing that to him. Yep. Mm-hmm. And then him, he's dumb as shit. So he's like, oh, yeah, this is a cool-ass girl. Like, oh, yeah, sure. <laughs> See it, like, dude. And, like, goes off. Has no inkling of any feelings or anything mm-hmm. that she's feeling on her end. Just nope. totally, in his brain, really, truly thought it was platonic. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Stupid-ass guys. Mm-hmm. And so he said last week so he went off on the show ain't thinking about her he said last week watching her confess her feelings to becca for like telling becca i still have feelings for colton after this weekend excursion where he sounds like he just forgot all the way about her he said watching he was just completely blindsided yeah he had no clue no idea no idea whatsoever and he like he said i was in love with becca and literally said quote i was not even thinking about tia you know what he didn't have to say all that he did not have to say all that he really did not that's rude but theory the fact that he said that maybe makes me think that on bachelor in paradise nothing happens between them yeah or maybe they've you know have a little thing but they don't leave paradise together because if he's Mm -hmm. doing an interview right now talking about like tia ain't shit is basically what he's saying (laughs) in so few words he can't be dating Tia right now after no. Paradise. You know what I mean? Uh-uh. So, so yeah. So that was Colton's side of the story. Yeah. Him and Tia are on two different galaxies. <laughs> well, just it's just that you would think with all of this stuff that is um, like very much a fantasy, right? Like you, this guy messaged you on Instagram. He actually is the six foot four. NFL mm. player, gorgeous, virgin, mm-hmm. and then like he doesn't like you, and you're stuck in Arkansas with like the one guy who you messed with, and mm-hmm. your ex is like running around with some random blonde girl anymore. Like it's just it's too much. This mm. is too close. I, I I would like to think of this reality show stuff as like things work out a little bit easier, and they don't. It's yeah. the same. Yeah, mess. Not a fan. Mess. Just mess. Yeah. yeah. So, so yeah, we'll just have to see what happens in paradise. What happens in paradise. Between them. Um, also, in his interview, he did a whole chat about virginity and, you know, talking more about that. Oh. Um, it, honestly, hearing his side, again, defending his uh, virginity's decision, it kind of made me, feel, made me feel a little bad for even suggesting that he might have, like, anatomical <laughs> so what did he say <laughs> he was saying i mean more of the same that he just he hasn't met the right girl and uh-huh. he has always wanted to just have that moment with the right person and like there was no deep explanation here's the thing why well, i have to laugh when we think about this because like as women <laughs> men ain't shit we say men ain't shit we know men ain't shit and so finally when we meet a man who like seems seemingly okay, we're like, nah, this ain't right. <laughs> <laughs> this ain't right. What's the story? He ain't shit. This can't be true. <laughs> like, it can't be though. This seems very odd to me. It do- it seems 
It does seem very odd. Like, of course, it's, it's for a man this damn good looking and who is an NFL player with girls everywhere and the st- like his explanation that he's just been so consumed with football and that's why he's, be- you know, remained a virgin. It just seems, it seems odd. I get it. It seems and odd. And you're retired now. So what do you mean you're so consumed with football? Now what are you consumed with? Yeah. You have time now. What you mean? I know. But maybe he's a unicorn. And you flew Tia out to L.A. for the weekend. I don't understand this. This is very <laughs> odd to me, and I'm not believing it. I'm not for it. You're but you know. <laughs> I'm trying to have some optimism. And that okay. maybe there are some decent men out there who really have some strong ass values. Yeah. And strong, like, convictions and just decide, look, I'm waiting for the right woman. Women do it all the time. Who's to say that there mm-hmm. aren't guys out there? So, I don't know. We'll see. Okay. Next little piece of Bachelor Nation news. Um, so, last week we were asking, we're tired of Garrett bashing his ex-wife, and we're like, what is, like, can we hear the other side, or a little bit of the other side? So, life and style, you know, true, true oh, yeah. journalism here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Not fake news at all. Not fake news at all, but it's something. Live and Style allegedly did an interview with his ex-wife's friend, quote-unquote, the source, (laughs) (laughs) who claimed, you know, again, it's like he said, she said immediately. So the Mm -hmm. friend is saying that it was actually Garrett who changed after the wedding. He was the one that became disrespectful and cold, apparently, afterwards. And, you know, he packed up his shit one day, left, filed for divorce, demanded half of her shit and she ended up having to pay him Ooh, which is like whew. no what does garrett do for a living because if you get paid Plant that means is broke <laughs> <Plant tomato. laughs> there's money in farming though there is i mean there, there could be but what do you remember his um his oh, occupation what is medical that? sales rep okay so he shouldn't need no money could be a low season i don't know <laughs> maybe i don't know or maybe he was married to a boss bitch, but either yeah, way, she got to pay yep. him, like, alimony or whatever. Um, but yeah, I mean, the article wasn't that satisfying. It's very it's very he said, she said. They're both mm. accusing each other of the same exact thing. Um, there's also some reports coming out alleging that she was cheating on him. Cheating like, on him, yeah. There's no clarity whatsoever. Mm. I personally could not be Becca and get engaged to no man who's divorced, and I don't know the full story. With all this mess. All this mess. Oh my god. There's not a clear story from anyone. It's no. so much he said, she said. Yeah. Like, if I'm marrying... Personally, if I'm going to marry somebody who's divorced, I he needs to be on good terms with that ex or... And they yeah. ended things like... Yeah. You know, what they call it? Irreconcilable differences. Uh-huh. Which is code for like, you know, he's fine, but we ain't... Yeah, we're just. I feel like that, like that's it. Like all this other mess, I couldn't deal with this. I could not go into an engagement, and I don't know the full story of why you left your wife of two months. What happened? That's the thing. It's the two months. That's sixty days. That yeah. kills it. <laughs> that's it kills it. Why you have to say sixty days? Because <laughs> it just. I just have to clarify. It's less than Kim Kardashian. Like it was sixty days. Yeah. Like, yeah. That's true. Mm-mm. And then you you have you can't help but start to side high side eye him, like he's claiming that she's just like this crazy bitch. But then like how would you end up with this crazy like how what were you doing with this crazy bitch? 
<laughs> weren't you what? with her for like five years? Like, right. Did you grow up together and all this? Like, so what's up with you your judge of character? Like, just so many questions. There's no clarity here. I don't think Becca should accept no proposal from no man and you don't know his story. Yeah. His full-on story of his last relationship. And I even just relationship, yeah. his last marriage. I need all of the answers. So, still mess, still, we still know what's going on there. Um, last piece of Bachelation news, Bachelor in Paradise, guys, it's coming up, it's coming up in two weeks, they released a second promo, um, and I went back and rewatched the first promo, and, you know, I did my little recon work, mm-hmm. <laughs> I watched, like, I kept watching and stopping and watching and stopping you to, like, pick up on things. Frame. Frame, frame by, by frame. frame. <laughs> so I, there's some things I spotted. This is going to be spoiler alert, spoiler alert, yeah. if you don't want to see or hear what I saw in the promo. Speed ahead, 30 seconds. So I spotted Annalise on a date with Jordan. Mm-hmm. Kevin, the Canadian dude. Oh, right. I forgot about Kevin. Yeah. Kissing, I think, Astrid? One of the, oh, one of the yeah. brunette uh, white girls from the next season. Um, Chelsea, oh. single mom Chelsea, kissing Nick, the white Josiah. No, no. <laughs> he can't support that baby too? Oh, God. <laughs> Which, by the way, how did we start calling him the white Josiah? Cause because I went to, he was trying to sell them tracksuits for lawyers. Because I went on his... <laughs> Mm-hmm. I went on his Instagram and I didn't see him trying to sell nothing. Where did we get that from, though? I could even remember. Because he was like, my thing is tracksuits, guys. You know, I just love a tracksuit. You know, I just love zipping it up. Oh, and, you he know, did wear the. At, I forgot he wore the tracksuit to the to the uh, rose ceremony that time. Well, if he, I mean, him and Chelsea better sell a lot of tracksuits. You got two mm. mouths to feed, my dude. No, Chelsea, don't be an investor in this. I know. I wish he. Ended up with someone else, but also we don't really know this guy, so we'll see. Yeah, who knows? More of him. Um, we saw Eric, your your boo Eric. I know. Cozying up with Nisha. I saw this. Yep. So we'll Might see. Have some black love. Some black love on Paradise. We'll see. Um, and then in the second promo that came out, we see Tia. She's coming. She's saying she's here for Colton. Mm-hmm. We see grocery store Joe. Mm-hmm. Our, like our shared husband yeah legit <laughs> like you get him three days a week I get him like every other day <laughs> like our shared husband him and Kendall yeah I still am I am still meditating on this personally yeah I don't know how I feel about that one Kendall's mm-hmm. pleasant she's just boring to me yeah right harmless uh, harmless but this is not who I pictured for you know Joe Mm-hmm. Um, Chris R, Gospel Chris, being jealous and yeah. acting crazy already. God. I don't know what he wants out of this. Like, yeah, I don't. He said something about how he's feeling jealous. I don't know who he's talking about, so we'll see. Mm-hmm. And then we see Annalise doing what Annalise does: a whole lot of crying, sobbing. <laughs> Classic Annalise. And yeah, so that was Bachelor in Paradise. That'll be in two weeks. Very exciting. Mm-hmm. We'll be able to fully dissect all of that mess that is to come. Yeah. And that's it. Should we call up? Should we call up our girl? Let's call Kiara. Let's call Kiara. Let's bring out our contest winner on the show. Um. All right. So we.
we have Kiara here, everybody, our winner of our contest. Hey, Kiara. Hey. Hey, how are y'all? Good. So excited to have you on here. Yes. (laughs) Thank you for being here. I'm so excited to be here. Thank you so much for picking me. I love you guys. Thank you so much for choosing me. I'm so excited. Oh. <laughs> we love you too. <laughs> so, where are you calling us from? So, I am calling from Greensboro, North Carolina. Okay, okay cool, cool. Nice. A southern girl. We talk a lot of shit about the South, so mm-hmm. you don't hate us too much. <laughs> yeah. okay. Well, that's that's fine because I'm from Pennsylvania anyway. Oh, okay. So, nice. actually, a northern girl. Good. So we've we've reclaimed you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, so, what are you doing in North Carolina? Yeah, no, I I came down here to go to school. Um, and then after I graduated, I moved down to Houston for a year, and then I moved back because Bay was here, and we just got married Aww. last month, so we're pretty much yes. settling here for a little bit. Nice. Congratulations. Thank you. <laughs> he also told me to tell y'all hi, because he always looked to me listening to y'all. So. <laughs> tell your hubby that we said hey. Hey, husband. I will. <laughs> um, so how long have you been watching The Bachelor? watching it like way in the beginning when it premiered I was like little maybe like nine ten years old I remember sitting there watching like Tristan's season mm-hmm. with my grandma um and then I, I didn't watch for a very long time I picked it back up Caitlin's season even though I wanted Brit to be the bachelor bachelorette but whatever mm-hmm. watched Caitlin's season <laughs> got like all into it again and then I couldn't watch Ben and JoJo season just because the craziness of senior year. Then hop right back in Rachel's and then like full steam ahead. Oh wow! So we got you right on back. That's yeah. exciting. Actually, I always call myself like the little Rachel because we're both um, in Delta Sigma Theta sorority incorporated. We both studied sports management in school. Like there's like a lot of similarities between me and her, so I always call myself like little Rachel. Oh, that's, that's cute. cute. <laughs> and see, bachelor yeah, producers or who, if anybody's watching this, this is why it's important. Representation. Representation. Yeah. Yara here. She found yes. herself in Rachel. Come on, y'all. Anyways, <laughs> get off my sofa. Um. So we'd love to know what your overall thoughts are for Becca's season. Boring. Absolutely, absolutely <laughs> boring. Oh my god. I'm like. I don't feel any emotional investment in this season at all. Really? At all. Like, I feel like it's worse than Ari's season. I know everyone was bashing Ari's season about how boring it was. I was actually really, really invested in Ari's season. Mm. Really? Why so? Like, were you tied to, like, the... Did you feel connected to some of the girls? The girls? What's the difference? Yeah, I think that's really what it was. Like, I just felt really connected to some of the girls, a lot of the girls on the season. So it made it a little easier to bear with him. But, like, Mm -hmm. this season, I can't connect with the guys at all. And I really, Becca was cool, but I didn't really feel, like, an attachment to her. Mm -hmm. During The Bachelor, so it was like, I was really watching, you know, just to continue to watch and hopefully, you know, see her be redeemed and have the love story she wants. But I really didn't feel close to her, so I think that also made it harder. But... Like, through this season, Becca kind of reminds me of some of the girls I went to high school with. Like, she's kind of like the white girl okay. who 
kind of fetishes and likes black men, but ultimately will marry a make America great again type of guy. Oh my! Similar sentiments, and that I don't really feel connected to Becca, to be honest. Mm-hmm. I'm like kind of enjoying the season because the guys, I think, some of the guys I enjoy. I like uh-huh. some of the mess that's happening, but um, I yeah, Becca, I can see that because I mean we see the final two guys that she has, Garrett, who's literally right. like. He's literally a walking MAGA hat. And, and Blake, who I love, but Blake is, like, literally, you know, America's boy next door. Yeah. So, Will's... Right. John Blonde, they ain't never had a shot. I nope. Mean, you know? I mean, I feel like because you remember how she played up her big, like, crush on Michael Strahan. Yeah, she did. All of that. So, I feel like she's the type that would date, like, the athletic black guys in high school. Because she could, mm-hmm. but she often would be with someone on the complete opposite side of the spectrum. Mm. Yeah. 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 And I, I could see feeling that way, too, if I had, like, a real-life husband. Like, I'm watching this right. show, like, I don't have any romance in my life, so this is, like, feeding that part of me. But if <laughs> I had a real-life husband, I'd probably be like, ugh, this is whatever. Yeah. Are there any contestants on the show this season that you did l- really like? Any of the guys you were like, oh, he's cute or he's funny? Yes. So I loved Clay. I thought he was such a sweetheart. Mm-hmm. I was so upset when we went home. And I like Blake. I mean, I liked Blake when he came on the, what was that, the After the Final Rose. I mm-hmm. liked him. I thought he was really cool. I didn't think that Becca would like him as much as she does mm-hmm. from that. Um, but, but I liked him, I thought he was sweet, but I'm sorry, my, my favorite guy was Colton. Yes, I do yes. very much. Kiara, see, this is why I like you. Yes. <laughs> Already. He's everything, you said? I love him. Yes, he's literally everything. See? And then Will. I liked Will, too. Yeah. But I don't, I didn't get really, I didn't get everyone's fascination with him. I just thought he was a cool dude. Like, he wasn't like an Eric me like a oh a no black guy oh but he was cool no he was no eric but yeah. yeah so let's dig into tonight's episode so as you know at the top of every episode justine and i always share our initial thoughts so you know we just watched the fantasy suites episode so kiara what were your initial thoughts of this episode my initial thoughts were i felt it just felt so awkward during blake's date like, did y'all feel that awkwardness, or was that just me? Awkward. That's just you, girl. Yeah, what? <laughs> what? Yeah, because I felt that Becca wasn't fully... She wasn't fully there with him. With Blake? So, it's like... Yeah, I feel like Blake doesn't give her the rush that Garrett gives her. Really? So, it was almost okay. like I could tell how much Blake is in love with her, but I could see it in the back of Becca's eyes Jason. 
Or am I am I making that up? Oh, girl, no. She <laughs> barely got out of bed okay. to go chasing. <laughs> yeah, okay. I, I was like, I thought I was making that up, and then someone else tweeted that they think they didn't see it too, and I was like, what? Okay, maybe not. And then also with Jason's date, the great time that she always talks about is just so friend zone language. Every time she's like, oh, we have such a great time. It, to me, that's just code for, like, he's a real cool bro. Like, we can chill. And that's all I get from that. Yeah. Yeah. And then, oh, also with Jason coming back, I was wondering if that was his bachelor edit. Those were all mm-hmm. my, my initial thoughts. Interesting. So yeah. let me share my initial thoughts, because I feel the exact opposite about <laughs> You said about um, how Blake, she, you don't see the twinkle in, Bla- in her eye for Blake. I think it's the opposite, really? actually. I feel like she is really? fully there for Blake and doesn't have that twinkle. Like, she she loves Garrett, but doesn't have that same twinkle. So my initial thought really? about this episode is, I love Garrett. Uh, oh, God. I love, <laughs> I almost said Garrett. I love Blake. I think Blake is everything he almost almost is right up there rivaling rivaling whatever the fuck that word is my feelings for peter whoa whoa really? yeah. i know <laughs> let me explain let me explain blake to me he just feels solid like mm-hmm. i feel yeah. safe when i'm watching blake yeah you know what i mean and I have to say, watching tonight's episode, this was the first time where I thought back to Peter and Rachel, and I started to uh-huh. kind of understand how Rachel, how she just didn't feel confident in Peter. And Peter kept saying, you know, give it a chance. Like, even yeah. though he told her he wasn't getting down on one knee, he's like, give it a chance, we could still maybe do this. And Rachel was just like, nah, like, I just don't feel confident in him. And watching Blake... There's something about Blake to me that just feels so, like, trustworthy. He feels just so pure and genuine. And, like, he's 100% all the way in for Becca. And it feels genuine. It's not just, like, words. Like, it feels genuine in a way that Peter, as much as I love Peter, he was lacking that little, Mm -hmm. that, like, pureness. Yeah. And so I, I totally get why Rachel had doubts. And with... Blake, I don't have any doubts. I like I'm 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 team Blake heavy. Yeah. I'm really side eyeing Becca that she has this man standing up there next to fucking Garrett. Like <laughs> Yeah, that's how I'm feeling. But so yeah, that's interesting that you said that you didn't really see that twinkle in her eye for Blake, but you saw it for Garrett, because I saw it the other way. What about mm-hmm. you, Justine? So I thought about Blake's date that it was really interesting how she tested him with the physicality of their relationship because yeah, she, that was right because she has always really I think been confident in their conversation and really been physically attracted to Garrett so I don't know why she didn't give Garrett that date and talk to him more versus giving Blake the date and she knows that they agree on like the four pillars of their relationship and all the rest of that stuff that they were talking about with the monk. Um, but she's not sure about that with Garrett. So I don't know why she didn't give him that date. I thought that was really weird. Mm. Um, similar to how Peter was tested with Rachel all the time, but with Peter, it was worse. That was terrible. But, um, (laughs) 
also really I had like a lot of different up and downs this episode this episode had me on a little bit of an emotional roller coaster um I think because she's more emotionally invested in these guys than anyone that I've seen on The Bachelor so far um and maybe she just wears her heart on her sleeve but I really see that the emotions are there um so those are my initial thoughts so what is because we have this every week we have our three moments right if we can find them yes what is your uh get me to wakanda moment for the week oh my gosh okay i guess (laughs) the producers did crazy like juxtaposition or whatever but when jason said in his confessional our relationship went to the next level oh my gosh it was so awkward (laughs) and i hate awkward tv moments so i literally just wanted to change the channel and not hear him speak anymore because your relationship literally did not go to the next level yeah yeah that was like definition awkward I just wanted to run. I wanted to run away from the TV because he was just going and going and oozing. And I'm just like, no, no, no. <laughs> yeah, it was so cringe. Yeah, he was really gushing and laying his all, like his whole heart out there. And I think all of America watching it back home, we were like, mm, nah, Jason, no, it's not, <laughs> not it. <laughs> it was so bad. It was so bad. Now, did you have a... We, so, Justine and I have been struggling these last couple of weeks with picking a, picking a Becca UII moment. Did you find one this episode? Okay, so I was struggling, like, really hardcore as well. I think the, the closest thing I got to it, I kind of had two, was just her, like, being really honest with herself about not being there with Jason and not even, like, mm-hmm. dragging him on any longer. I thought that was really, like, mature of her. To not do that and not waste her time. And also just not saying I love you to um, Blake and Garrett the way Mm. Ari did. Mm -hmm. Uh, I think that was really important. Although she's not giving them the two, like, the validation they really want, I think it was just necessary because of the problems that it caused before. Yeah, I think that might be my moment later. I'm trying to look through my notes, but I agree. I really... Yep, me too. I really stood by Becca in that moment because I know it's so hard for her not to say I love you to these people, especially when they're saying right. it all the time and she's having all these, you know, feeling a lot of emotions and a lot of up and down. And you just want to give that guy the validation, but the fact that she's not saying it, kind of got to give her credit because past people have been telling everybody they love everybody. Mm-hmm. And it obviously doesn't bode well in the end, Right. So, yeah. Exactly. I agree. Did you have a nigga you ain't shit award? Yes. Yes, yes. And it's going to Becca. She's killing me. Yes. Poor, like, he's sitting there going crazy all in his head. Like, I don't know, like, what she has. Does she have what I have? And she's literally just staring at him in the face like, "Uh uh-huh. Yeah. Like, you're you're literally doing exactly what he's scared that you're doing. Mm Mm-hmm. And you're just mm. sitting there with a straight face like nothing's going on. It really made me feel like niggas who, like, you tell them that you like them and you have all these feelings for them and blah, 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 but they're really, like, just playing you and they're just letting you pour your entire heart out and you're just, they're just kind of like, yeah, you know, I feel you, da, 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 doing mm-hmm. exactly what you're scared 
that they're doing. Mm-hmm. And so I felt like Becca was doing that. Like, everything that Blake was scared for and all his insecurities, they're true. She has those feelings for Garrett. But she's sitting there just looking at him all doe-eyed and everything like that. Like, it's not even true. Yeah. And what was making you was she was trying to reassure him or like her way of making him feel better was by saying oh well last year with Ari I felt the same way like almost like she's trying to commiserate with him but it's like this isn't helping him feel any better about his current situation (laughs) and speaking of Ari I tweeted this I was like I feel like Becca has said Ari's name more than she has said anybody else's name on her season Mm -hmm. if there was a word count I feel like she said Ari's name yeah I wonder if anyone's done a word count I would love to oh yeah I would love that too particularly in this episode Ari's name came up a lot Mm -hmm. there was a rumor that he was going to be on this episode no, in Thailand? Oh my god. No. <laughs> there was a rumor. God, it was like a I strong rumor. I can't. It's either it's one of these last episodes apparently that he's gonna be on there and Lauren's gonna be there but she's not gonna be on camera or whatever. I mean I she gotta, like everywhere. She gotta follow his ass around, so I mean that's a plausible <laughs> rumor, but god. Oh my god. I don't wanna see that one come true. No. That sounds stupid. Not at all. And speaking of rumors, what are your predictions for the remainder of the season? And if you have any spoilers or read anything, don't say them. But do you have any predictions? I think it's going to win. Like I said before, like, I think Garrett gives her some type of sparkle in her eye that Blake doesn't give her. So I really think she's going to unfortunately think Jared Kushner Jr. No. I really don't want her to, but I, I, I really think she's going to pick him. Just it, It's just something that I see when she's with him. And plus, he kind of looks like Ross. So. Mm-hmm. Absolutely does look yeah. like Ross. <laughs> the type of guy I think Garrett is, mm-hmm. I, I'm pretty sure she's going to choose him. Oh, God. I guess we'll have to wait and see. Yeah. We have to wait two weeks. But I but I don't think Blake is gonna be the bachelor though. Who's your choice? Who's your choice for the next bachelor? And who do you think they're gonna choose for the next bachelor? Oh yeah, oh god. Okay. So I have my choice don't shoot me, but I am pretty sure my choice is Colton. Even though he's gonna be on paradise. Because Nick mm-hmm. was on Paradise. Oh, yeah. But I, I think it's going to be Colton. Just because he's like the gold mine. Like, mm-hmm. personality, you know, following, the foundation, you know, the whole virgin thing, whatever. They'll try to make him into, like, Sean 2.0 or whatever. Um, mm-hmm. So I think, I'm pretty sure it's going to be Colton. Because I just feel like, like, is going to be devastated. Like, I don't mm-hmm. think he can turn around that quickly. Um, and Jason, although he, he's a cool, he's like a real cool guy, but I, I don't see him, like, carrying a season. I really feel like it could only be Colin. Yeah. Like he, he's had the media frenzy, you know, all that crap. So, I think it's going to be him. And I want to Yeah, totally agree. Jason can't carry a season. Mm-hmm. And Colton, I mean, ABC would be so hyped to have a virgin bachelor. Yep. A real one. (laughs) Ratings would just shoot through. He's an NFL player. He'll get a whole bunch of, you know, a huge viewership among men, I guess. Yep. NFL following. Yep. Yeah. And just the fact that he's a bachelor and he's a known virgin, like, they, oh, my God. This is, like, huge for them. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. 
But Kiara, this has been wonderful. Thank you so much. Yay! Thank you for having me. You guys are awesome. I listen to you every week. Oh, thanks. Thank you. We're excited for you to be our first, like, uh, first, like, fan, I guess. I oh, know. I don't like calling you guys yeah. fans. That's weird. No, I'm definitely a fan. Definitely a fan. Viewer? Listener? Something. Yeah. Very exciting. Thank you for coming on and sharing your insights and giving us another little perspective. It was really, really exciting. Yes, thank you so much for having me. I'm looking forward to interacting with you guys more. See you on Twitter. Yeah, we'll see you soon, girl. Yes, see you on Twitter. <laughs> see you Bye. next week. Bye. Bye. All right. So, Kiara was cute. It was so cool to talk yeah. to her, but... We need to jump right into this recap. Got me excited now to talk mm-hmm. about the episodes. Let's just go straight into it. Let's so go. we are in Chiang Mai, Thailand, which I'm very excited about. Love Thailand. Um, and Becca said, by far one of the most romantic places I've ever been. They say this about every place they go to. You notice this? Every single place. From Virginia. I guess because the places are like... Yeah, from, <laughs> from Virginia. Virginia to Chiang Mai. Yeah, Utah, Park City, Utah. <laughs> Everywhere. So they're staying, or Becca at least, she's staying at the Shangri-La. Very fancy. Mm-hmm. Loved this dress that she had on, this first dress. It was like Me a too. colorful wrap uh, thing going on there. It's yep. beautiful. <laughs> and so she's, this is Fantasy Suites week. So this is like major, mm-hmm. major, major week. And going into the week, she says that she's in love with two men and falling in love with a third. (laughs) Which... I left. Just send that one home. (laughs) Like, why are we here? Why is he here? Don't do this to this man. The one that you're falling for, just let him go. Just Just let let him go. go. So she says, Garrett, I'm in love with Garrett, but can he always challenge me and push me? Whatever that means. With Jason, she... Mm. Kiara mentioned this as well how with Jason mm-hmm. she always says these little things like she said feels like when I'm with him feels like we're wild and crazy together <laughs> what <laughs> I don't even that's not even the word I would use to even describe Jason nope she made that she up she made that up fresh on the spot when they're together yeah. I don't even feel this wild and crazy energy so I don't even know where she's getting mm-hmm. this from and girl, you just came from hometowns where I'm sure it was snowing. What was wild about and crazy? that? Oh my jeez. And then Blake. Now Blake, she goes off on a whole. Oh my god. <laughs> a whole thing, which is why I had to. An entire. Huh. Soliloquy. A whole a soliloquy. She said, "I feel so 100% myself, and it's so effortless with him. There's something about the way he makes me feel that I can't describe. Can't imagine not having Blake in my mind. <laughs> like she wouldn't <laughs> shut up. <laughs> That's why I had to disagree with Kiara because I'm like, there's no way she yeah. doesn't say these same things about Garrett. She doesn't. Blake no. is always a whole long monologue about the feelings and how he's the one and everything. So first up in the fantasy suites is Blake. Personally, I think going first is always the best for fantasy suites week. Okay, why do you think so? Because I think it's the worst. Be- yeah. Really, I think it's the best because you're you're gonna be the lasting impression when she goes on the oh, second and the yeah, third date. True. She's gonna always be thinking about mm-hmm. the first. It's like your first love. You never forget your first love. It's like that mm-hmm. kind of thing. Plus, 
if y'all are, she's getting down in the yeah. in the fancy mm-hmm. suites. I want to be number three. <laughs> Ew, I want to be the first one. I don't want to come after other people's bodily fluids. Fuck yeah. that. So, being the first, that that's gotta be the best. You think it's the worst? The worst. I would rather be last, personally. I would rather mm. like show off all the tricks in the bag, if you know what I'm saying. Mm. Um, mm-hmm. and be the last one. Um, also, hmm, I don't, I would want to, like, refresh the guy's energy. Refresh the guy's energy? <laughs> Makes no sense at all. No. None at all. What? I would just like to be so, the last one. I don't know. I just, I've always liked to be the last girl at the party. That's, mm-hmm. I don't know. I feel like there's a lot of pressure on the last mm-hmm. one, though. You got to bring out all the stops. You have to. You have to be out. You got your performance on the date and in the bedroom has got to be out to other people before yeah. you. Yeah. Yeah. And you don't know what those people are like doing and stuff. Right. You don't know what tricks they yeah. got in their bags. Yeah. So. But anyways, so Blake is first up. They are so excited to see each other. It sounds like it's been a while. I don't know the time between hometowns. It's, like it's been like four part. days, but okay. <laughs> right, but it feels like a lifetime, like one of those. So they, for their date, they're going hiking on the Monks Trail, um, which apparently, like, once you're on the trail, or once you pass the threshold, you're not allowed to kiss or mm-hmm. touch or anything like that, I guess out of respect for uh, culture, for the temple. And so they head up on this trail. At the end of the trail, they arrive at this temple, and they get to meet some monks, and they learn to, you know, bow, receive a prayer. It was like a very culturally immersive yeah. date. Yeah. I really, really liked Me this. Too. Yeah. I really liked, especially for a date when you're trying to see if this person's going to be your husband or not, a date where you mm-hmm. can touch them. You got to do a lot of learning. Oh, yeah. Up here in the mountain. Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. That's true. They can't fall back on, well, yeah. let's just kiss. I don't want to go into a conversation. Mm-hmm. Let's just make out. You have to really just be with yep. each other. Um, and so when they get to the temple, um, they're with this monk who, or two monks who are teaching them, kind of giving them some wisdom um, about, you know, what it takes to lead a successful, loving life and family. And talks about four, like, main pillars, honesty, adaptation, patience, giving. Um, and Blake and... Becca are just eating this mm-hmm. all up, and um, it's very fitting. They're it's a very trying journey yeah. that they're on, yeah. and so I feel like this is some like they needed this kind of like wisdom imparted on them. Um, and so after they you know are chilling with the monks, they then go and ring this bell three times. It symbolizes spreading their love to the world. Yada yada. So Blake, <clears throat> Mr. Blake, has been going nuts this whole week. <laughs> He's really, really going through it because he says, like, he feels, he knows that she feels strongly for him, but he's, he's driving himself crazy wondering if she's acting the same way with all the other guys. And if they have the same spark as her Yeah, that same spark. Right. And, like, when you, when you're in the house with, like, 15 guys, it's like, okay, Mm -hmm. you know, whatever. But when it's down to the final three, it's, like, very much in your face, like, oh, shit. Is she full on acting this exact same way, lovey dovey, looking me in the eyes, blushing, blah 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 blah, with the other guy that she's about to go to the fantasy suites Ooh. tomorrow? 
Yeah, so poor Blake is so all in his head. I know, thing. I felt bad. It's time for the night portion of their dates. Mm-hmm. Blake is, he's saying a lot of things. He's really confused. You know, is she kissing and hugging and blushing the same way with the rest of them? Um, and he says, he's very confident in how he feels. He says, I know that they don't love her the way that I do, but how does she feel about them? So he's just, mm-hmm. he has no sense of where she stands as it relates to the other guys. Right. Um, and so that's driving him crazy. So Becca, she tries to give him reassurance. She says, um, you know, we're always moving forward. We've never taken a step back. And True. she's had, you know, she's had little roadblocks and whatnot with Garrett and Jason, who's been hard to open up and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, you know, Blake, he's just still talking about his fears. He's saying, like, I'm more in love with you than I am with my ex. And start to hit me, the feelings that you have for other guys. Um, and then Becca, which this is this is going to start a theme for the rest of the season, for the rest of the episode, where she's like, yeah, well... I felt the same way last year with Ari. Oh my god. We seriously do need to get a word count on Ari this episode. We, we have to. He came up a lot. And and she was yeah. using it as a way to like help the guys get through their tough times, but it's it's mm-hmm. it's not helping me, Becca, I'm sorry. No. <laughs> um but yeah, so she's trying she really I can tell she really I feel like she really wants to give Blake some validation, some reassurance. She is mm-hmm. dying to say I love you, but she can't really do that. So what she said next, I think, was her way of saying that. She said, you have been the most solid and the most consistent. Mm-hmm. It almost scares me that it's too good to be true. Yep. Yeah, so she. this is her way of giving him some validation, saying to him that he's the mm-hmm. most solid, the most consistent. That. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Justine, there's something I gotta get off my chest, girl. Tell me. I've been low-key struggling with my relationship with my phone and social media. Just the over-accessibility these devices create, this addiction to Instagram, mm-hmm. the distraction from everyday life and the people closest to me, it's been really stressing me out. I'm not even gonna lie. Mm. I mean, that makes sense. Content overload is very real and staring at everybody's highlight reels can be overwhelming Mm. and can absolutely steal your joy and peace. We carry around different stressors, big and small. When we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get those things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. You all know we're huge advocates of therapy. We talk about it all the time on this podcast. It's been tremendously beneficial throughout different stages of my life and areas where I've needed help, from eating disorders to new relationships to my ever-changing relationship with my family. Therapy has really helped me to set boundaries and prioritize my self-care. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief 
questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash 2BG1R today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp. H-E-L-P dot com slash 2BG1R. It's almost the best validation that you can get at this time. She can't say I love you, but to be told you're the most mm-hmm. solid, I would take that and run with it. <laughs> Yeah, you know, if that's all you had, yeah. I mean, I would also be scared as he was that like I was just the safe one, and Mm. um, that would just be like, eh, you know, the kind of almost scared enough to mess it up myself, like self sabotage. Yep, to sabotage it. Yeah, that's my worry with Blake because I was he. This was the most insecure that we've seen him. And I was hoping that he wasn't, that insecurity wasn't going to just, like, overburden Becca and turn her off from him. Right. And so I was like, "Mm, there's a fine line. Keep a balance, Blake. Keep a balance. Yeah. (laughs) And I think he did a decent job. He did a lot of his, uh, he did a lot of his venting, like, in the confessionals. He didn't do too, too much Mm -hmm. on her, which is, which is good. Yeah. Um, so anyway, so Becca, she says to him, you know, in a week, you may have to commit to me. You might have to get down on one knee. Does that scare you? Like, what are you feeling? And he says, I'm the kind of guy who looks for a reason to stay, not a reason to go. Let me tell you something. <laughs> Come get a slow clap. A slow clap. How <laughs> this episode would have been done. What are we at? Like 30 minutes? This would have been finished. Yeah. What? That's all you need. That's all you need. He's... But that's like... Mm-hmm. It's like scary almost that he's saying that. It's it can be almost frightening because it's it's what every it's, woman wants to hear from someone, yep. and mm-hmm. for him to say and the way he said he said it with so much conviction and so confident, mm-hmm. and for a man in this kind of crazy ass process, knowing <laughs> that he has two other guys, yeah, and he knows her for five days. For him to say something with so much conviction, I'm the kind of guy to stay. I don't look for a reason to go. Like mm-hmm. that, I mean, I mean, I don't know what Becca was, what was going through her head at that moment, but I think that was a lot for her. Yeah. In a good, yes, good way. Overwhelming, overwhelming yeah. but in a good way. Like that was some validation mm-hmm. that, I mean, she doesn't need any validation or reassurance from him, but that was, that was a solid line, Blake. That's all I mm-hmm. can say. That was a solid line. Yeah. right there so becca you know she's confident blake would get down on one knee like today even despite all his fears he is all the way in Mm -hmm. and she says he makes me feel things i've never felt in a relationship in any relationship she said again she's saying all the things like he's unbelievable yeah. he's unlike any man i've ever met in my entire <laughs> life and my lifetime to come like she's saying <laughs> so much how do you how do you then go on other dates with other people after this that's what i'm saying yeah. at the we'll get to it okay so yeah. they you know fantasy suite card comes of course they take it they arrive at the fantasy suite which was beautiful beautiful yeah this was nice this was really nice they, they mm-hmm. hooked up my man blake and then you know it's always a little awkward we see them crawling on the bed together and then mm-hmm. the door closes you see these little silhouettes and you just know it's about yeah. to go down it's about to go down that, <laughs> that vitamin d 
that six <laughs> foot six D or whatever the hell tall fucking giant Blake is. <laughs> it went down in that seat. I feel yep. like Blake and Garrett. Oh my god, Blake and Becca have such like an intense connection. Mm-hmm. That sex was on some deep spiritual shit that night. It was. Yep. It was. It had to be. Yeah. Had, she. I feel like they both had like some out of body experience, kind of. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it was some next level stuff. And mm-hmm. I feel like, and you know, we get into it with Jason's date, how her mind was all fucked up because I think she was really thinking about that spiritual connection that was happening yeah. that night before. Absolutely, mm-hmm. yeah. They, especially because of the spiritual date they had that yes. day. Yes, That'll do it, man. That's true. That will do it. And especially if they were talking at all about um, religion, which I would really like to know more about Blake mm-hmm. and how he feels about religion, because right. I know she's like Christian hardcore, mm-hmm. but, and I know he said pray before recently. Oh, really? You know? Um, but... I would like to know if they said that, like, during the whole month date, if that's what they were talking about, mm-hmm. if they were exchanging Corinthians verses, <laughs> you know? <laughs> exchanging Psalms. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. All the, all the love verses. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. And that'll make it, oh my God, ten times better. Whew. Yeah, that's true. They, they did have a very, the whole day was just, like, a theme of spirituality. So I feel like they mm-hmm. were already on that, like, kind of wavelength. Yeah. So... Um, so yeah, the morning after, Becca, she said this morning, I feel even more in love with him. And, you know, they're laying there having their pillow talk. Becca blatantly says, I don't want to go. Yep. Mind you, she has a date with J- Jason is literally downstairs waiting for her. And he, she's in bed <laughs> saying, I don't want to go. Oh my God. <laughs> so embarrassing so embarrassing for Jason no this whole episode I was like I hope he's not watching this because this was terrible I know yeah he looked really like just pitiful it was really good yeah <laughs> yep pitiful is a good word yeah mm-hmm. so Blake same thing you know I don't want this to be the last time I wake up next to you which Aww. is a very terrifying oh, yeah. thought <laughs> Yes, he really laid it out in a way that I was like, oh my god, that is true. That is true. Like, that would be their last night together. Their first and last night together. First and last night you're waking up seeing her and then the last time you ever do it. That's yep. terrifying. Um, so yeah, their goodbye was one of the longest goodbyes. <laughs> mm-hmm. They both did not want to say goodbye. They hugged and kissed no. and kissed and hugged and hugged and kissed and kissed and hugged and hugged and... Hugged and, hugged and, hugged and, hugged and like... <laughs> It went on forever. It was like they digmatized each other. Yeah. Because it was yeah. on some spiritual shit. Yeah. That wasn't just yep. sex. That was like some no. next level. They are connected That's, now. <laughs> it, right. It's one of those things you communicate physically mm-hmm. through the other person. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I really think so. And so in this moment, Becca actually got my Becca UI moment. Oh. Because... I feel like she really, really is holding strong on not telling him that she loves him. Yeah. And I appreciate that she's doing that. Yeah. Because I don't think it's fair. The the past seasons of Ari telling everybody he loves them, and even Ben Higgins when he told JoJo and the other Lauren... I don't think I don't think you should do that. Even if you are feeling, mm-hmm. cause Becca's saying she's in love with Blake and Garrett. You don't tell them. Reserve the "I love you" for the one person. Because if you say it to mm-hmm. multiple people, multiple people, it just fucks up their whole brain. So yeah. I could tell in that moment she's like really struggling not to say it, and she held 
she held on she held through the struggle and yeah. Becca you right for that and even Rachel Rachel told Peter she loved him during that breakup oh, and God, then yeah. got engaged <laughs> the, within 12 hours yeah, to, Brian. to Brian which I, I mean for Brian watching that back that must be yeah. like horrific to see mm-hmm. so yeah Becca's holding strong I, I like it um so she leaves, and then pretty much for the next couple hours, Blake is just laid up in that confessional. <laughs> oh my god! In that tank top. In that tank top. Having a meltdown. A meltdown. Talking. He's dissected every morsel every of every second. moment, of every eye contact, of every glance, mm-hmm. of every handheld, mm-hmm. like everything. Just sitting there, post up, just going through it. Yeah. What else is there to do at this point? He's not with the. He's not at this point. They're right. not with the other guys. It's just they're off on right. their own in fucking padded rooms, <laughs> with producers with cameras in their face. So that's all they can mm-hmm. do is do these confessionals. Yikes. And he cried a little bit. Is this where he cried? I think it's where he cried. Probably. He. I mean, he, he was. He took his little shirt and he wiped his little eyes. Oh. <laughs> it's a little shirt, little his cutie. little eyes. Oh. A little cutie. cute little Blake. So next up, oh god, and this this just feels wrong. It's, oh my god, it, this whole thing. This whole thing just felt so oh, wrong. God. And next up is Jason. Lord Jesus. <laughs> now Jason is hype. Like he's so so hype. excited. So excited for this date. So excited for the day. He's so excited to tap that ass later. He's so <laughs> yep, excited. He already had his whole bag of tricks planned mm-hmm. yep. poor thing little did he know so he's hype Becca she's walking up she's putting on a happy face but the level of, the level of, the level of excitement she had when Blake was walking up I mean oh my god yeah for Jason <laughs> it's just not this wasn't there this wasn't there no. and it's so sad because he doesn't see this Mm-hmm. He doesn't see the other looks of the other guys and things like that. Yeah. And so he, this whole episode just sounds delusional. It's, right. it's really, really sad. <laughs> yeah, it is. So, yeah, Becca in her interview, same thing she always says about Jason. You know, he's a lot of fun. We're always having fun together. Then she went off on this weird tangent. You know, I love to travel. Even when I travel with my family, we like to try new things and new foods. Like, she really did. (laughs) She went off rambling about pure nonsense. About herself. About herself and her family vacations. And, (laughs) like, for, like, nothing about Jason. It was very, very odd. Yeah. So for their date, they're just spending time walking around, going to markets, they see some temples, they stop and eat some uh, crickets, you know. Did you eat crickets when you were there? Sure did. Oh my god, how were they? Were they chewy? <sighs> just crunchy. It didn't taste like anything. <laughs> just a lot of crunch. It was almost like eating okay. um, uh, like a sh- the tail of a shrimp, how it's like crunchy. Oh, okay, yeah. But it doesn't yeah. really have much taste. Okay. So, so yeah, they did all of that. Jason in the confessional. I found my best friend, <laughs> my partner, and who I want to be my fiance. Like, oh, what? I know. Oh and with my Jason, God. so yeah, I feel really bad for Jason's whole thing. I like Jason, I really do, but he kind of irks me. Like, he's, he sounds scripted to me. Do you think so? I think so. And I don't know if he, because he, 
one of his you know things is that he struggles to put things to words or whatever so maybe mm. he like writes it down before he says it he always just sounds scripted uh, i don't know yeah to me he sounds like he's super duper invested and deep into the fantasy mm. which is weird for a senior financial analyst <laughs> oh gosh <laughs> so i don't know if he's like like if he's his emotional side has taken over so much mm-hmm. that it sounds like he's talking in fairy tales yeah i think so you know i think all of this is new for him because he's a senior yeah. financial analyst he's he talks a lot how he's like very much in his head this is the first time he's following his heart so yeah. I think he's just, yeah, he's living in a fairy tale world and saying fairy tale things. I don't know. Yep. So then comes probably one of the most awkward moments mm-hmm. <laughs> of the yep. episode, maybe the season. Agreed. So they're walking out of a temple. Becca, I don't know if I get this 100% right, but it sounds like Becca noticed some stonework and made a comment like, oh, I should get this for my house. And then, you know, she says something like, yeah, you know, for our condo in Seattle, because he mm-hmm. lives in Seattle. So mm-hmm. it's like she made a comment about something for her, and then she was like, oh, wait, our future. Like, let me let me say something about us. Yeah. So, yeah, for our condo in Seattle. Then, immediately, there was like a shift in the air. Oh, my God. She, like, threw up in her mouth. Yes. Are you kidding me? It almost, she, like, died. Yeah, it's like the wind. <laughs> as soon as she said it, it's like the wind got knocked out of her. Yep. And mm-hmm. she even said in her little interview, she said, I said something about our future, and in that moment, I couldn't picture it, and I wanted to take back what I said right away. <sighs> oh, that was so bad. It was you guys, so bad. the sun is still out. The sun was out. It was like a crisp 1230 in the afternoon. <laughs> they just started their date. <laughs> And what's even more sad, like, poor Jason, he's just, like, la-di-da, walking out the temple. I think he, like, stopped to tie yeah. his shoe or something, and then the camera mm-hmm. turns to Becca, and you literally see the wind in her face being knocked yeah. out, and her instantly yeah. regretting, like, what she just said. Yep. Oh, God, it was terrible. And so, at that moment, she leaves Jason, and she goes off and does some interviews, and then we kind of get one of those, like, behind-the-scene moments where she's off to the side talking with the producer and kind of mm-hmm. explains how, like... The whole day's feeling weird and how she shouldn't have said that. She couldn't picture their future. Blah, blah, blah. Basically, she's thinking about Blake this entire time. The whole time? The whole time. And it made me think, was her date with Blake literally the the night before? Like, did she wake up in Blake's bed and go on this date? Or is there a time? Is there? They never. They they make it seem like it's like that. But I wonder if there is. Does she get any time in between? This is nuts. If she just finishes sleeping with uh what's his face and the, blake and then immediately goes on a date with jason like who the hell can she needs time to like get her mind together mm-hmm. so i don't know they didn't really give us that insight into how long but clearly blake is just yeah. all the way on her mind mm-hmm. her heart her soul her whole being even, even if it is a whole day it's still still it's not enough after that day with blake like yeah. you don't get over that no absolutely not so next up so it's time for the night portion of their date mm-hmm. and becca i mean after a whole day of feeling very odd and weird about him going into this night portion i i thought she would immediately like send him home so did i i didn't think they were gonna even eat dinner right i was very thrown off when she said you know i owe it to the relationship i owe it to the relationship to see how far we to see if we can get it back on track 
Yeah. I was like, I huh? That was weird. I thought he was yeah. going home. What you mean? You sitting down for dinner? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like you're still trying with him? I thought it was a done yeah. deal after the the day. So they sift down. They're, she's going to truck through this. Um, poor Jason, literally living on another planet. Oh my God, he's smitten. Smitten. He's talking about, you know, this whole future that he sees with her as a mother and a wife. And, oh my God. Like, talking about this whole future that Becca literally cannot picture. No. She made one... She can't even stomach She can't it. even stomach it. She made one comment about a fucking stone dish that she would see in their hypothetical future and freak the fuck out. <laughs> like, oh, God. And so Jason, he's continuing to talk about the family. The family loved her, and it was so good to, you know, speak from his heart for the first time, and mm-hmm. blah, 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 blah. As he's saying all of this, Becca, her face is just cold. Like, she's just yeah. in her head. That's what I thought. I thought she left a lot of time for him to talk with very little reaction. She's in her head the whole time. She's like, fuck, what do I say to this? What do I say to this? Yeah, because I don't agree. Because I don't agree. How do I put this (laughs) in a nice way that you need to go home, like, today? (laughs) (laughs) How does she say this? So, finally, so Jason's doing a lot of talking. Finally, he turns it on her and asks her... So how are you feeling? As soon as he asked that, I was like, you do not want to know, bro. No, I know. <laughs> you need to take that question back real quick. Because it ain't going to end Just well. Just keep talking. Just keep Just talking. Keep Just keep going. Never turn it back to her. <laughs> oh, Lord. So he turns it to her, and she immediately confesses about the moment earlier in the day, that awkward mm-hmm. moment. He felt the awkwardness, too, but he didn't know the whole story behind it. Yeah. And she said, um, like, she just felt off when she mentioned their future. And then, in true Becca form, she excuses herself from the table. Again? Why? <laughs> Another theme of the day. She's always oh. dipping somewhere. I feel like she's, she spent more time excusing herself from Jason than actually spending time with Jason. You know what? You don't have to do Jason like that. <laughs> she did. <laughs> Oh my god, he's just sitting at this table, sitting in the waiting in the wings forever. But does he always. does he think that she's doing that with the other guys? That's like what you I'm know wondering. Blake's concern mm-hmm. is like, oh, I wonder if she's like like this with the other guys and the other guys make her feel this way. Right. And he's just like, Oh yeah, she's just gone for five minutes to go think. It's fine. No. What? I'm, he has to he must know. He must yeah. know that something's off. Yeah. He has to. Mm-hmm. So she same thing. She goes off, does a little little interview or chats with the producer, and says like, "I do see a future with Jason, but I see more with Garrett and Blake." Which mm-hmm. we already knew this. She went into the whole week saying she's fallen in love with him. She's not in love with him. So we already knew that right. he was, you know, tier three. So poor Jason's sitting at the table for forever. She finally comes back and says. For the longest time, I could see everything with you. Once she starts speaking in past tense, that's when you know it's Mm. over. (laughs) Yep, it's done. She said, I could. That's when you just, his heart just had to drop because you know it's not ending well. Yeah. And she says, like, look, I can't put you through an overnight if it's not 100% there. Love it. Now, Jason, Jason's a fighter. Yeah, he is. he was not going home easy. He was like, uh, we need to push through these boundaries. 
don't close the door unless you're really sure. You know, are you confident you don't see a future with us? And she says, no, I'm not confident. Which was yeah. not what I was expecting to hear. I thought she was going to be like, yes. Me either. <laughs> I thought she was going to be like, yeah, definitely. definitely. What? You've got to go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. she. I think she's trying to let it. This is her way of letting him down easy, I guess. Okay. Yeah. So she says, no, I'm not confident, but I see it more with the other guys, which doesn't make any sense, but okay, Becca. <laughs> and Jason, obviously that explanation doesn't make any sense to him. So he's like, mm-hmm. I just don't feel comfortable with you saying you might see it with me, but then you have feelings for other, like, what are you trying to say? And she just falls back on like, I can't put it into words. I know how it feels to be blindsided. I hate to do this to you. Like... Is this Sorry. is this where he said we have so much time left to be had? Um, probably. He was saying all the things. <laughs> I was sitting there. I was like, "Boy, you have ten business days. <laughs> not even. I think they have four, right? Don't they go to the Maldives? Four. Yeah, which is not far a, from Thailand. No, they don't have that much time left. Yeah, they don't have that much time. I was like, "What are you talking about? There's so much time, time left to be had. What time, boy? You got a a night left." You have, and not even, it is the night. It is the Six hours. Six hours before she's dipping to go to the next one, so. Mm. But he's reaching. He's trying. He's really, this is, he's reaching for anything that he can get. Um, And so, yeah, she kind of, I'm blindsiding you. I don't know what to say. I'm sorry. And he, I feel like Jason handled it in the best way that Mm -hmm. he could. Yeah. That anyone could. Me too. Because he mm-hmm. could, I mean, this nigga could have flipped the table. Yeah. <laughs> he could have been like, some bullshit. I need mm-hmm. an answer. Like, he could have really demanded and really been really upset because he's really being blindsided. Like, this, yeah. he wasn't, he had no clues was about to come. Um, and so, yeah, he, he took it like a champ, I guess. And pretty much ends saying that he, you know, I'm rooting for your happiness, which is just... Mm-hmm nice classy gentlemanly way to bow out gracefully i guess i guess it's the best he could do it's fine it's the best yeah it's really (laughs) what else can he really do yeah um so she walks him out the whole thing's just sad you just feel for the guy yeah (laughs) i really feel for the guy he's in the limo he's he's like in a state of shock he's not crying Mm -hmm. he hasn't even really registered that like he's going home like it's just right it's over and now he's mm-hmm. being packed up didn't even get the fantasy suite car like didn't even make it to the car yeah. coming out right didn't even get that opportunity it sucks um so he's gone becca's back in the suite she's bawling her eyes out mm-hmm. she's you know feeling bad that she's you know not able to give him a clear explanation she keeps saying like i feel bad i didn't give him an explanation but she did I feel like yeah, saying that my feelings are stronger for Garrett and Blake. I don't know how to, I don't know how to put it into words, but I feel stronger for that. That is an explanation. Right. I think that's fine. That's fine. And because, that's a good explanation too. Right. I feel like I feel like Jason is almost wanting, or the other person is almost wanting you to say like a, give me a character flaw or give me a reason, mm. something that I'm doing wrong that I can maybe fix right. or. But to just hear, like, I just feel better for the other guys, like, that's tough to hear, but that is, yeah. I think that's the best, what else can she say? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, 
Becca, she's really hard on herself. She just, she says, I did to him what Ari did to me, which, mm -hmm. I mean, she blindsided him. Not really. <laughs> really, yeah, not, don't start comparing yourself to that asshole. Yeah. And the next morning, same thing. She's just still devastated about how it all went down. And mm -hmm. she's also very surprised, about, like, she's surprised how her doubt for Jason, like, crept up. Like in the middle at twelve thirty in the afternoon, yeah. like out of nowhere. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, and like we know that her feelings weren't as strong, and she, she knows her feelings weren't as strong. But I don't feel like yeah. she wasn't expecting that like epiphany moment to like knock her in the face in the way that it did. Right, right. Yeah, yeah. And to have that one moment happen when it was a joke. Right. They weren't even talking seriously. Oh. She was like, oh, haha, ha, this in my house. And even just the humorous thought mm -hmm. <laughs> of having an apartment yeah. with Jason, she was like, nah, what? No. That's ridiculous. Yeah. Oh, God. That's true. It wasn't even a serious moment. That means mm -mm. he really had to go. Like, in that moment, she <laughs> really... <laughs> he had to go. So, poor Jason. Goodbye. Yeah. Next up is Garrett. Mm-hmm. Kushner. Who shows up wearing camel shorts. And Listen. this was my get me to Wakanda moment. Oh, uh, I mean, it's a great one to pick. It's a great one. Because not only were there camel shorts, I believe there were also flip-flops. Ew! The rainbow ones. What? Yeah. You know those rainbow flip-flops people be wearing? No. He wore them on when he first arrived, too. They were, they're like tan. And they have a thick strap. Oh, they're just wretched. They are wretched. <laughs> Sounds terrible. Tan, thick oh my God. strap and rainbow on it. And then paired that with the uh, camo shorts. Camo shorts. Hold things off. Yeah. Just his just his image, his mere presence. Mm -hmm. Well, I was just like, get me to Wakanda. Just, yeah. you know, all the yeah. way. Just, no. Mm -hmm. And so for their date, I really liked their date. They were going rafting on like bamboo rafts down a river. Mm-hmm. Is really cool also turned out it was some national holiday in thailand so you had all these thai people on the river they were having a full-on kickback on the river yeah. <laughs> mad rap party it was like a full-on block party on the river mm -hmm. there's rafts there's elephants elephants are full-on like spraying I'm water at each other it's a, <laughs> it's a fucking <laughs> festival out here it looked awesome it did it looks so cool um, so yeah, they're enjoying their time. They eventually sit and have a little chat over mm -hmm. some beers. <clears throat> Garrett says um, that he, in their hometown, he never had gotten that deep with his family before, talking about his feelings, mm. Mm -hmm. which I don't buy at all. I have so many questions. My nigga, you had full vows to another woman in front of your friends and family you. and you didn't get a com emotional connection with your family on that day at the very least right at the very least and you had a whole dissolve of a marriage where your family had to allegedly yeah right you back up and stuff yeah and you didn't the pieces of have an emotional thing with that like you can't come to me now with these empty words like i yeah. i'm dissecting everything yeah. that everybody's saying now mm -hmm. and that that statement is no, it just sounds like emptiness. Yeah. You can't come mm -hmm. with this after Blake, who was just saying all of the things with all the sincerity. Garrett, right. sit down. So, time for the night portion of their date. 
they are sitting by this beautiful little bonfire. And Garrett says that coming into the experience, coming into the bachelorette, he had cold feet initially. Um, mm -hmm. Because he was scared about the idea of maybe getting engaged again or getting married again. Um, and Becca's like, okay. And then mm -hmm. he just continues the rant about how he has these fears and he's had some fears throughout the process about getting engaged. And this was my nigga you ain't shit uh, award. Moment. Nice. Because nice. this is not what she wants to hear, my dude. Like, yeah. <laughs> I don't. He's just rambling. He's just rambling. And you're talking, like, at this time, you need to be reassuring her that you are getting down on one knee mm -hmm. in two days. That she mm -hmm. is the one for you. Like, read the moments. He's not reading the moment. Mm -hmm. He's just divulging and venting his own feelings of bullshit that isn't really going to make her feel any more sure about you. And, and he hasn't said I love you yet. And he hasn't even said the things yet. Mm -hmm. So, like, don't come with all this now. It just... It, it was just stupid. Like, why... Don't bring up any doubt about getting engaged again at this moment. Right. Like, are you dumb? Or are you dumb? Like, <laughs> which one is it? Side note. I'm just going to continue the bashing of Garrett. Side note. <laughs> oh, okay. When yeah. Garrett talks, it sounds like he's, like, a third grader. I've said this before. He talks so plainly, so, like, such it's... simple sentences. <sighs> Honestly. It really is. It really is like pronoun, verb. Yeah. <laughs> 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 like, <laughs> I can like see no the variance. third grade chalkboard where the teacher writes like pronoun plus verb Can't you plus see like oh, adverb plus. Fucking schoolhouse rock, like, and it's a pronoun and a noun yeah. and a verb, like <laughs> pronoun no. verb noun. Yes, he speaks so plainly. The most we've heard is great and very. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. That's it. I haven't heard any other words to describe his no, feelings. No other adjectives. Nothing. Nothing. Nope. No adjectives, no adverbs, no none Nothing. of it. Oh, I hate hearing him mm -hmm. speak. It just... Me too. Particularly in comparison to Blake. I can't help but just keep comparing him yeah. to Blake, who just oh, yeah, puts his it. words together very intentionally and almost... Mm -hmm. It's almost like a poetic quality to it. And I know you hate poets. So yeah. Look at your eyes, Ro. <laughs> your eyes, like, you didn't even notice it. Did a quick little eye roll. They did? It did, oh my bitch. God, I have to work on that. Oh, Jesus Christ. I, I don't know if poetic is the right term, but you know what I'm saying? Like, the way Blake puts words yeah, together, yeah. it's almost very, it's very romantical. And it feels, mm -hmm. you know, there's some, like, stuff behind it. Yeah. Um, so Becca, she says to Garrett, um, you know, Ari, when I was with Ari, again, bringing up Ari, when I was with Ari mm -hmm. during this, around this time, Fantasy Suites time, he talked about how he wanted like a 50-50 partner, um, but, and this was some Lauren B. shade, that very subtle, <laughs> it was there, said Ari yeah. wanted a 50-50 partner, but, you know, he didn't actually really want that. It seemed more like he wanted he wanted me to fit into his life, which is basically little shade to Lauren, who essentially she's like fit herself into Ari's life. Oh yeah. Mm -hmm. So saw that shade, Becca, and we appreciated it. <laughs> Any shade towards Lauren, we yep. love. love it. So this is such a mean episode. I feel like. 
you know, guys. <laughs> We're just done with Lauren, with Garrett, with Becca, to be I quite mean, honest. They brought it up. That's true. That's true. You're going to bring up Ari. We're going to come with the hate. Yeah. So anyways, um, so Becca, you know, she asks him, you know, how do you see our future? And she says that when she talks about this with Ari, she never really got a good answer from Ari. Yeah. Um, and doesn't really get a good answer from Garrett. So <laughs> he says in his plain little way, he's like, yeah, I thought about that. Um, you know, my career, I can go, my career, I can go anywhere with my career. I, I can move to where you move and, you know, wherever you live, I can move there too. And, <laughs> you know, I feel so good about you. And he just went off on a whole fucking thing. Never answered the question. How do you see our future? I didn't ask you if you want to move. What? (laughs) Also, for me, I know, I feel like as a woman, I would want Garrett to, like, kind of take charge in that way and be like, so I see us moving here Hmm. because you live here and I live here. And I think we would live the best here. Mm -hmm. And so we could make a life for ourselves. They have great schools there. Yeah. Show some creativity. Like, yeah. Some some thought. Some thought behind it. Yeah. Take a little charge. Like, oh, like, what about moving here? And how about I do this and you do this? Mm -hmm. And on weekends we can do this. Like, some creativity. Some, yeah, take charge. Come with an ant. Like, you guys sit in a room most of the time not with Becca. You sit there with right. your thought. Mm-hmm. Your thoughts. You didn't think about all this stuff before? <laughs> like, you should have had an answer prepped and ready to go. Right. Who Going on this long tangent about your career and how you could pick up and move. What? This, <laughs> this made no sense. But naturally, Becca's in there eating it all up. Mm-hmm. I don't know why. I don't know why either. And, you know, in her confessional, she says, oh yeah, he eventually does say I love you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> By the way, <laughs> P.S. guys, literally, if anyone else would be like, and then he said, <laughs> no, no, not with no. Oh yeah, nope. and then he mentioned that he mentioned that he loved yeah. her. Mm-hmm. And I, mean, I guess it was cool. <laughs> it was cute. So she says in the confessional, he told me I love, he loved me, and it feels right, and he doesn't know I feel the same, girl. Which, okay. Which is, she said this about Blake. I believe it more with Blake. I feel like... So do I. I feel like when I watch Becca, she's saying one thing in the confessionals, but when you watch her with Garrett, I don't feel it. Me too. And you know I don't I mean? know if she like... No, it can't be. Because as we said, she talks like a third grader. So it can't be that she's processing what he's saying. That he talks like a third grader. Yeah. Yeah, so that don't take no like... time to process. <laughs> But yeah, don't you know, like, in the moment, she's looking at him, she's like, oh, yeah, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then, in the confessional, she's like, oh, my God, I love him, too. I feel the this and the that. Mm-hmm. And it's like, it's not connected. It feels like two different things. Versus with Blake, mm-hmm. what she says and how she is with Blake in person seems to also match what she says and what she does in the confessionals. Yeah, yeah, definitely. With Gary, I feel like there's a little bit of a disconnect. I feel like she definitely also- does have strong feelings, but he, he's second place. I also wonder if it was Blake Garrett instead of Blake Jason Garrett, what would happen? Um, you mean in the order of the... In the order. Oh. Uh, if it was... Say that again? If it was Blake... So if it was Blake Garrett mm-hmm. Jason rather than Blake Jason Garrett. 
Right. Oh, what happened. right. And she had that like mad spiritual, deep, crazy monk experience, <laughs> right? Like sexually, right? Mm-hmm. And then went on a date and he was like, you know, I really like you a lot. <laughs> we have fun times. We. <laughs> I will move my career to you. The pronoun verb noun. Yeah, if she, that's true. If this followed up after Blake, mm-hmm. it would have been such a stark contrast yeah. in her head. Mm-hmm. But instead, she got a little buffer in between with Jason, who just never had a chance. Uh, right. So it's easy to follow up. So it's easy. She used Jason to kind of like recover, essentially. And then she was able to look at Garrett with like fresh eyes. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good point. It's a really good point. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, so she's, you know, saying all this stuff in the confessionals, and they head off to their fantasy suite, which was a glamping tent. And this was my get me to Wakanda moment, and it it. will be until they keep doing this. (laughs) I knew you were gonna do this. Okay. I didn't see one outlet. I didn't see a Outlet for what, Justine? They ain't got no damn phones to charge. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. I might need one. It doesn't matter. Oh my gosh. (laughs) I can't you guys this is not enough glamping for me no and s- you guys know natasha's the gl- the the traveling mm-hmm. you know adventurous one and you miss glamour miss glamazon mm-hmm. over here <laughs> look at your i hate you <laughs> her face <laughs> somebody on twitter reminded us that her fantasy suite with ari was the fucking tent you remember yep but that was a bear tent that was like a really that was a literal tent yeah there was no tree house no that was like a tent tents with blankets mm-hmm. um, it was like in the sand desert or some shit <laughs> lord um but yeah I, I had a feeling that was gonna be your get me to a you <laughs> moment know. I already know so they have their you know night in the tent and the morning mm-hmm. after Becca says they took leaps in their relationship and um, for me, the way she looks at Blake, or the way she looked at Blake the next morning was like next level. Mm-hmm. I, me too. None yeah. of the, I, Garrett, I didn't get any of that. Mm-hmm. I didn't get it. Mm-hmm. And it's not even that I just hate Garrett. I really just, I didn't see it. <laughs> yeah. I didn't see that at all. Cause I, yeah, I don't see any of the chemistry that she has with Blake with any of the other guys. No, not at all. I think she really, really likes Garrett and you know maybe even love a part of her heart might love him but there's no her connection with Garrett I mean with Blake does not compare Mm -hmm. even just the way she looked at him the next morning was there's no comparison there also her goodbye to Garrett was a lot easier than Blake (laughs) she was like deuces and was like out (laughs) see you later oh my god I can't wait to be by herself yeah god back to back to back dates yeah. One of which you have to send somebody home. Like, yikes. That's a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. So, she goes on her merry way. We see her in the next scene. She's on a balcony talking about she's very conflicted between uh, Blake and Garrett. <coughs> and then suddenly, we see Jason mm-hmm. walking in the hotel lobby talking about how he needs answers and, you know, yada yada, he needs his closure. And so Jason, you know, comes knocking on her door. She's obviously surprised. They sit and have a little chat. And he said, you know, he couldn't leave Thailand without some clarity. And his lip started to quiver. Aww. And my heart 
It was that early? Yeah. Oh he was on that couch. He was just starting to open up, and that little bottom lip started to do a little oh, tremble. And my heart, I felt so bad for this dude. I felt so bad. That was awful. And he just wants answers. And she basically gives him the same explanation. Like, Yeah, I don't know what he's looking he's for. Really, it, I feel like it just... It was abrupt. That's abrupt to yeah. one minute think you're in the bot, you're in the top three, you're about to go to fantasy mm. suites, and then suddenly she's like, nah, actually you're going home. And to just yeah. get on a plane and go back home. Like there I would have to stop by and say, like, I need something. Even just to mm. see even just to see her again, I think mm. is like just even a little bit of closure, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. Um, so yeah, she gives basically the same explanation and says that, you know, she felt like Ari in that moment. She keeps comparing herself to Ari. She has to stop doing this. I know. She's like, that's self-hatred, girl. Stop it. Yeah, stop. Um, and then she says, like, the worst thing you can say when you're breaking up with someone. You're one of the best guys I've ever met. Oh, my God. That was horrible. <laughs> Becca, that was terrible. Yeah. That was really no. terrible. And it's one of those lines, like, you see the person is sitting there so heartbroken, and so you want to mm-hmm. say something to, like, uplift them, but it doesn't uplift them. It just makes them no. feel even worse about themselves because you're yeah. telling them that they're an amazing person, but they're so amazing that you don't want them. <laughs> right. Yeah. Or you're so amazing, but you're not enough. You're, that's yeah, what the other person feels That's like. what it is. You're telling me I'm amazing, but I'm clearly not amazing enough for you to keep me around mm-hmm. so terrible um so yeah before leaving jason gives her this scrapbook that he made listen he made mm-hmm. who made that scrapbook the, the intern number three <laughs> because whenever they do their history major <laughs> right it was a full-on like their summer internship yeah. <laughs> in between college um, but yeah, somebody made a scrapbook. He presented it to Becca, mm-hmm. and then, ugh, when he's leaving, he had to give her this cringy kiss on the cheek. Yeah, because he can't kiss her on the lips no more. He ain't, no, he ain't in the running. Not. He's gotta go. Mm-hmm. Ugh, that was so cringe. And yeah, they, you know, Jason's getting more moments of talking in confessional. Blah blah. blah. This basically was like his bachelor edits yeah mm-hmm. his potential you know setting him up for the bachelor potentially in case i'm gonna go into my theory on bachelor but okay bachelor in paradise they still got to see who's gonna come up from that True. but they still they want to set up jason just in case yeah. nobody from mm-hmm. um bachelor in paradise pans out so this was like his little moment his little edit yeah. And then he'll get hit another little moment, little edit on Mentel All. So Mentel All, yeah. He, his bed, his bed is strong, and uh, his mm-hmm. bed is starting here. So, so time for the rose ceremony, which mm-hmm. okay, like <laughs> I hate when they do these like. I was like, wait, is someone gonna propose? Like, I had the thing too. I was so confused. I was like, rose ceremony, what? But then she walked up in that little red yeah, like, that little outfit, and I was like, no, nah, this is the like final Francesca's. episode. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> dress for Francesca's. <laughs> I love Francesca dresses. They have some cute little Me things. Too. Yeah. Yeah. Cute but you know, that wasn't more than fifty two fifty. Right. So that's also the final thing. So mm-hmm. yeah, time for the roast ceremony. Chris Harrison's there obviously to greet them. Um, Blake comes up first, you know, he's doubting. 
he's starting to doubt himself that maybe it is too good to be true. Maybe I am yeah. too easy with yeah. her. Because everything has been so easy breezy, so hunky dory between the two mm-hmm. of them. Maybe this is like something's off. Garrett comes up, you know, all I want is her. Alls. Oh <laughs> Alls I want is, is her. Alls I want is her. Is this where he said there is no plan B? I don't know. I don't be listening to what he said. What? I was like, nigga, no shit. There's no plan B. You've been dating this one girl for six weeks. Mm-hmm. What do you? What else would be the plan what B? Other what plan? are you saying? Yeah. I don't know what. I don't know what he'd be trying to get at half the time. He's putting words together. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, so all I want is her. And then we kind of see him in his confessional, and he's you know starting to tear up, talking about his feelings, and. Mm-hmm. In that moment, watching him, I literally felt absolutely nothing. <laughs> no, nothing I'm like, at all. do I have a heart of just pure ice, or no. I just don't? I feel nothing for Gary. He's been dead to me since the <laughs> since the whole scandal broke. He's been dead to me. Yeah. And I can't even. It's really. I mean, he put himself in this position, but it just it really shows you how like when the real life comes into The Bachelor, how it really mm-hmm. taints the way you watch the show and like. He just hasn't had a chance with us at all. We Blake is awesome, but we probably love Blake even exponentially more because yeah. of Garrett being, you know, a piece of shit. So. <laughs> so, yeah. So, both Blake and Garrett are standing there awkwardly, you know, wondering if Jason's coming. Garrett turns to Blake and says something like, oh my, is Jason here? Like, what's going on? Yeah. Blake literally looked at Garrett like, nigga, I'm not trying to talk to you right now. <laughs> what? I'm not even trying to look your way. I don't want to look your way. I'm trying to pretend like you're not even here. And you're trying to yeah. breathe down my neck, talking about where's Jason. We're not doing this. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, the way he looked at him, I was like, thank you, Blake. This is yep. what I needed. So this is the final role ceremony. Becca comes up. She announces that Jason, you know, he had to kick rocks. And she awards the final roses to the guys. And, yeah, they hug it out. And she announces that... Oh, wait. What? But before they do that, Garrett oh. gives a toast. Oh. See, Actually, I literally don't even catch the things. <laughs> I totally missed that. Just what? Right I glazed over right over it. There was a toast? What happened? Yeah, there was a toast. Okay. Garrett gave a toast, mm-hmm. which was my nigga, you ain't shit moment. Okay. Uh-huh. Because he said that um he said here's a toast to becca for giving me the extra time that i needed what does that mean like, why would you say that in front of blake like what does that even mean overnight? though they I all think he meant the overnight but they all got overnight no not jason i mean not jason but jason <laughs> here he's talking about him and blake he's saying something like it's supposed to be like profound like i got i got extra bonus time no nigga you we got the same amount of time <laughs> Sorry, what are you gonna say? (laughs) Exactly, though. Exactly. Like, why did you have to say in front of him, like, oh, yeah, like, I, yeah, I hit that too? Oh, God. Yeah. Like, Blake is trying to block out any, everything everything about you, he's trying to block out. Yeah. Like, and then Garrett's the complete opposite. He's like, so, how about that fantasy suite? Like, No one is trying to kiki with you. No, shut up. No. Pretend I'm not here either. Like, oh my god. So yeah, I told. So that was the toast. Yeah. Was, okay. Yep. That was it. 
And so, yeah, and then Becca announces that. So this is also a little unclear. So they're going to the Maldives next week. Mm-hmm. And yeah, then her family. This too. Her, like, she's meeting the family there? I don't know. I guess the family's going to the Maldives? I guess. I guess she, like, shoved in a trip for the family? Look, ABC don't have a lot of budget here, so they can't. <laughs> <laughs> they're like, we got to figure this out. But wait, yeah. that's even more expensive. Because I'm thinking maybe they don't have the money to fly them back to America to then fly them back mm-hmm. out to Maldives. But instead, mm-hmm. they're going to fly out her whole family to the Maldives? I wonder if that's cheaper, though, than Maybe. having them propose in, like, a really nice spot, and they just all are together. Like, she's going to have her family there for the proposal oh, okay. yeah, and maybe. all that stuff, yeah. so that'll be nice. It's cute. Okay, that's actually yeah. nice, then. Mm-hmm. It just sucks they don't get to see her home. That That's I a nice know. little component. Yeah. And you know I wonder about Uncle Gary flying with his legs. Oh, no. He might have to Skype mm-hmm. in. Mm. <laughs> He might have to Skype in. Uncle Gary don't play. He, I can see him saying, nope, not getting on that flight. Nope. His little cane, knocking his cane on the ground, not getting on the flight. Nope. <laughs> I'll do a little video conference with Uncle Gary. And that was the episode, guys. That was it. We did get some previews, though. So next mm-hmm. week is Men Tell All. Right. And they just showed kind of like a highlights reel of all the drama that happened over the season. Yeah, they didn't show any of the mental actual stuff. Because they're probably, yeah, they're probably filming it like this week. So they don't have anything prepared yet. But um, I'm excited for that. We'll get a lot of Mm -hmm. drama um, to be hashed. I'm a little mad that Garrett is in the bottom or in the top two. So we won't get to, he's not going to be there to get chewed the fuck out by... (laughs) everybody on the stage but I wonder if they'll dress it though I wonder if they'll dress Garrett's nonsense or I wonder what they're going to address because the issues this season were so serious and all over the place yeah like Lincoln is Lincoln gonna be there are they gonna talk about that oh god I forgot about Lincoln and his fucking yeah. sexual assault Colton being the virgin Garrett being a bigot Jean Blanc having a perfumery and telling Becca some nonsense <laughs> like before getting kicked off yeah there's a lot uh, Chris R gospel Chris and his gospel Chris going nuts. full on meltdown so there's mm-hmm. a lot of stuff so we'll see what they choose to dissect Mm-hmm. Um, and then we got a quick preview of the finale mm-hmm. um, them in the Maldives and we see Becca with her mother having a little heart to heart on the couch Yeah. and her mom's just trying to con- console her because she's so torn apparently which girl is not that hard pick Blake <laughs> <laughs> like <laughs> My thing is, I really want the mom to come in and be like, Garrett is exactly like Ross. Break up with him now. Oh my god, yes. Because that's what she needs to hear from her mom. But is the mom going to be able to get all that insight from this one little sit-down dinner that she has with Garrett? I don't know. Absolutely. There's not that much to Garrett. That's true. He's very simple. Just like there wasn't that much to Ross. This is true. This is true. If her mom is, this right. is an insightful mother with mm-hmm. a mother's eye or whatever you want to call mm-hmm. it. Hopefully, she reads into Garrett's bullshit and yeah, yeah realizes that this is literally Ross 2.0. So yeah. Oh jeez. Um, so yeah, she's sitting with her mom, and then we see Becca in her final gown, and she's in some bushes crying, oh my God. saying, "I feel like a monster." Yeah. And, uh, and that's all we got. That's it. Predictions. 
Depends on that family, man. If that family likes Garrett, then Garrett's winning. Really? Yeah. I feel like yep. Blake wins. There's no way Blake can't win. Yeah, yeah. But the thing... Unless she doesn't trust herself. Unless this is... Yeah, unless she pulls kind of like a Ari. Because Ari... Yeah. The way Ari looked at Lauren B. the whole season, it was like, there's no way that she can't win. Yeah. Nobody understood mm-hmm. their connection, but everyone saw the way he looked at her. And then mm-hmm. when he chose Becca, it was like, wait, what? Yeah. And so if she... Yeah, I feel like if she pulls a Ari, it would be her not trusting her feelings with Blake. Because everyone sees, mm-hmm. at least I see, this intense connection with Blake. And maybe at the last minute she switches it up and is like, uh, no, I'm going to go with Garrett. Yeah, like he's too perfect. There's nothing wrong with him now. No, I, oh God. I really feel in my heart she's going to pick Blake. I, I feel okay. it. I feel it in my core. Um, thoughts on the next Bachelor. So I have some theories. Okay, let's hear them. So, side note. Chris Harrison did an interview, I listened to this mm-hmm. yesterday, with uh, Caitlin Bristow. She has oh, her own cool. little podcast. She did an interview mm-hmm. with Chris Harrison. It's a two-part episode. It's fucking long as shit. They're each, like, mm-hmm. two hour long. I listened to, like, 40 minutes and then read, like, okay. the recap on Reddit or whatever. Um, but I did listen to Chris Harrison talk about how The Bachelor... He gave his perspective and just talked real raw. He said, The Bachelor's business... Wow. Bachelor is a business. They are there to make money. He, I think he quote said, I'm there to send my kids to school. <laughs> like, whoa. He really put it into perspective. Like, this is, we're here to make money and mm-hmm. that's it. He said also, in so few words, like, they're not there to fulfill a responsibility to society mm. or anything. Like, they're really there society. to... They're there to get eyeballs on screen and to yeah, sell ads. Yeah. Like, he really was right. like, this is what it is. Plain and mm-hmm. simple. Which, if you... I mean, if you decode that, he's basically saying, like, they ain't never gonna be a Bachelor of Color. Because it's not gonna make money for them. Oh, no. He did, I have to go back and oh, listen, but he said something along the lines, like, we're not here we are not here to serve a responsibility to some greater something. Oh. It was something in that way. Um, and so, yeah. The next Bachelor has to be someone who's going to make the money. This is how they think. Right. This is, yeah. That's it. This right. is how they think. Who's going to give us the most, the best ratings, the most eyeballs yeah. on screen every Monday, sell the most ads, ads, do the most mm-hmm. licensing deals and all kind of foolishness. And so, based on that, you know, in my heart, of course, I want it to be, you know, Venmo John. I want it to be yeah. fucking Eric. Like, any person <laughs> with just, you know, a little bit of melanin in their skin. Yeah, just a tinge. Just a tinge. But, you know, they need to make money. So, Kiara, she said my first thought, Colton. Mm-hmm. To have the Virgin Bachelor, this is just a gold mine for yep. ABC. So I think he actually that he's the front runner for Bachelor. It's gonna depend Me on too. how Bachelor in Paradise pans out. Yeah. Basically. My second theory our husband, grocery store Joe. <gasps> oh, that's got chills up my spine. <laughs> oh so grocery store Joe currently has sixty two thousand followers on Instagram. What? Which is not that much, but He's only going to get more on Bachelor in Paradise. Mm-hmm. Provided he gets a really good edit on Bachelor in Paradise, mm-hmm. he could be, I think, second choice for The Bachelor. 
Yeah, I think that would be great. Mm-hmm. Also, 62000 for somebody who was eliminated the first night is really good. That's pretty good, yeah. Mm-hmm. And th- it's only going to get bigger. Yep. Provided he doesn't turn out to be a fucking dickwad, like, on <laughs> Paradise. We'll have to see. Yeah. Um, but those are my just long-term predictions. Nice. Nice. Um, so yeah, is that it? We're at two hours, alright? Two hours and five minutes. <laughs> oh my god. Alright, that's the episode, guys. That's it. It was a good Ooh. one. We'll be here next week. It's time for the Men Tell All. We're going to rehash mm-hmm. all the drama. And really intrigued to see if they talk about the hard stuff. Are they going to talk about Lincoln right. being a fucking... Sex offender. Sex of- a convicted sex <laughs> offender. Are they going to talk about it? I need to know. Next week, know. we'll see. Follow us on Twitter, Facebook, rate, review, subscribe, all the things. All that. I'm tired. It's 2 o'clock in the morning. I gotta go to bed. Yep. We gotta go. <laughs> Love you Bye. guys. Bye. Bye. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.